Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Panic. Hello, welcome. I'm Stephen. I'm Tessa. And uh, this podcast, we never write to say at the beginning, this, this podcast is a series about how to help you through your life while we learn with you. Mm, it's really life. for us. You're a bonus. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being part it, of it. Yes, it's a sort of, let's get, get your shit together. Yeah, come on, guys. And this episode is about uh, how to tell if you're ready to get a pet. Because I mm. think lots... I thought I was ready to have a dog when I was about 16. Wasn't. No, no. Easy to believe. Easy to think you are. The overwhelming desire to, ha- to like, oh, it's so cute. Oh, look. Over like, oh, it won't have any room. It's, mm. you know, it's quite hard. There's a popular reductress tweet. Oh, yes. Uh, doing the rounds. Yes. Uh, woman... Plowing ahead with plan for a dog, despite not being emotionally or financially stable. Perfect. That's how we all feel. If you don't follow the Reductress already, go on Twitter, follow Reductress. It's a piss take of women's magazines. And I but it is also it. very, it's sometimes it's on the nose. Oh, what it is, yeah. It's too on the nose. Too on the nose. But I, I don't think I, I, I mean, I don't think I've ever not at least cracked a smile. Oh, oh yes. I'm smiling through it while being very seen. Oh, Constantly seen. So seen. I really enjoy that one that says, uh, I am enough. And if we're honest, too much. (laughs) Which I feel very seen. And my absolute classic favourite, which is how to be a lady in the the sheets and a haunted clock tower in the streets. Yeah, it's good. It's good content business. But I think that thing of like, oh, I know what will fill the gaping hole. Yeah. A dog. A cat. That's the answer. Even a fish is quite high maintenance. All of these things... I think I would like a cat. Okay, let's talk about that. Okay. But not now, okay. because we're going to do our adult things first. Okay. Hey, if you're just listening, I don't know why I'm thinking loads of new, we have loads of new listeners. This is we the don't. time they'd, they'd arrive. Yeah, now. If you're listening, uh, if, you, if you're not a, a regular listener, we do an adult thing that we've done each week, and there is no adult thing too lame or too complex. For There's, example, here's mine. Standing up taller. <laughs> Right? See? That's the good. bar is low, low everyone. Bar. Or high if you're you because you're trying to sound tall. Basically, I told you about going to the physio. Yes, you did. And Because uh, you've got no muscle in one of your legs. Correct. And then did I tell you about having the ultrasound? No. They, you get an ultrasound. I've had an ultrasound and it's all like, and they're like, oh, that's a bad muscle. You're like, how can you tell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't so look like anything. I had a full one on my 
tummy Ooh. in a very Do you sort have a of baby? No, oh. nothing in there as it turned out. But shame. I was like, I said to her, like, this would be the time to find out, wouldn't it? God. It'd be a shock for us all. Oh, she didn't laugh. And but she did say, Gosh, I've actually gosh. And she kept saying gosh. And right. I was like, come on, what's the issue? And she was like, Well, you've got you don't have a single abdominal muscle. And I was like, <laughs> what how can you not have an abdominal she honestly said i actually don't know what's keeping you up like that's what she said to me that's incredible yes so how have i not noticed somebody next to me who's being held up by their bones it would that feels like you would be standing in a really weird way i do stand in a really weird way oh okay yeah 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 Yeah, i think maybe you're just immune to it but i stand um with one leg completely crooked and with one leg completely faced outwards that is weird. Yeah, I know. Okay. And I do it, I've discovered, for, on my on my physio up. journey, because I'm compensating. Well, one leg, big, I'm making myself sound like Tiny Tim, but like yeah. I have one leg bigger than the other. Yeah. So okay. I'm like, compensate, and I've got this really... Oh, I've noticed that. Right. <laughs> oh, Tessa Big Leg. <laughs> That's all a massive right leg. Um, <laughs> and I've got this really crooked spine, like an S shape. Oh, like a scoliosis thing? Yeah. Or- Oh, like really, not, 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 no, but like. Oh, right. You said yes, so you could understand why I thought you meant yes. You can, <laughs> you know what, with retrospect, we can see why. Um, like a backwards, really, really curved, like a backwards S. But uh, not enough to have to see, have the brace. And stuff. Not enough for a brace. Okay. They did say you get, you, she was like, it's also, they were like, you can pursue down the brace route if you like. I, I do like, it. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to get involved. you can't take that off like you can with Invisalign. Whatever. Well, you can, but you can't just like. It's it's quite a. It was implied like, it was a when I fancied sort of a brace. Yeah, but it's not like a casual thing. It's just like oh, I'll just pop it off. Like it's a thing. I think it's like you have to get someone to help you do it and stuff. So you would have it on for mo- like it, that's a good thing. Wow. Okay. I imagine. I think I'm speaking from absolutely no place of knowledge. Okay. I think okay. I may have like had a dream once that okay. I had scoliosis. Right. If anyone <laughs> okay. has it. Um, message us because it's a thing like it's yeah. really common yeah 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 Obviously, she, you she, don't su- have it, she but... suggested the brace but I imagine the brace was you know it's a bit of fun bit, bit of fun <laughs> bit of fun when you fancied okay. um, she was sort of like I, she was really sort of tapping you know someone like taps being like I don't really don't know what to do here because um, you're obviously not Please like do a sit up yeah she was like I couldn't I, I had to like um, basically hold I had to like <laughs> like launch use my own <laughs> Tessa. Tessa, get Tessa, up. this is quite bad. I know. Okay. She kept just being like, gosh, <laughs> every time I did a move. And then and then like to like raise things, I have to basically like hold myself on and then like throw myself over. Okay. Um, so <laughs> um, I've been trying to do all these little tiny boring exercises to attempt to get some abdominal strength oh, good. and trying to stand with my feet facing forward. And I've been to... Um, Bit, bit, see various like um, deep tissue pe- massage people. Oh right, yeah. To like release some of the tension everywhere in okay. an attempt to. And basically, they were saying, um, as those of us following my splits journey, they were like, "What you're doing is just cr- cruelly cut short, cruelly <laughs> my dreams." <laughs> when but, you realise that you had no muscles in yeah, your yeah, right yeah. leg. <laughs> yes. 
But how amazing if you hadn't have done your splits journey, you'd you'd be walking I, around thinking that you had muscles. I know, and just that like I was, an idiot, and I am just incredibly weak. Anyway, um, she's like, if you just keep stretching, um, and like being like, oh, I've done my done my stretches. Why is there still a problem? Why am I still in pain? It's because like a piece of blue tack. Imagine you found like a cold piece of blue tack, mm. and uh, you just like attempted to make it into something. It would just pull apart. Okay. But if you like, you got to roll it in your hands warm first, warm it up, and mm. now it's like, oh, we're making things. She's like, you are a rock hard cold ice cold piece of blue tack and you're just attempting to stretch yourself but you're basically just breaking and you've got to release all of those things yeah so i basically rebuild myself i've got to take myself so your adult thing is you're rebuilding all of your muscles in your body yes uh (laughs) yes (laughs) pretty adult yeah thanks so giving it giving it a good go i think that's very impressive trying to rebuild myself from the inside i can't wait i love how the the splits journey has become now rebuild all my muscles yeah it's got out of hand (laughs) so uh looking forward to continuing that journey with you thank you thank you so much thank you everyone for being part of it thank Uh, you god um my one's not as uh extreme i don't think any adult thing well it began with just i was trying to stand up taller of course yeah but i think we've that once you've let the Pandora's box out. Sure, sure, sure. Standing up taller, sure, but you are also retraining every muscle in your body. That's, you know. Yeah. That is it, which is... If it's at all helpful for anyone, uh, they said to keep a scarf or a pillow or anything, roll it up and put it on the bottom of your spine when you sit on the chair. Okay. In an attempt to, like, force yourself forward. Do it now. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to do it too. In an attempt to... uh, because I have a bad, I have a bad posture. That's why my shoulder's gone apparently. So, so you want it rolled up like it's a, you know, a ball. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, it does feel quite pleasant. Yeah, like it feels like something's supporting. You're like, oh, everyone's on. Bo- oh, well, everyone's on board. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then like, when I was standing upright, I've been trying to hold my own wrist like um, Claire Foy in The Crown. Okay, did the physio say that? I was just no, that's me. That's <laughs> and that's a bonus. <laughs> One for you, physio. One for me. me. A gift for myself, thank you. (laughs) So it's one from professional and one just a good idea I've had. (laughs) So okay, I'm looking for that's fun. Yeah. So there we go. Okay, that looks very chilled out. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't. Okay. Um, And yours, please. Historically, my kind of loungewear. Has been like old Listeners, T-shirts. Where are we going? Where Who's are we going? Um, I'm regrowing my loungewear <laughs> okay. all over my body. No, historically, loungewear has been old T-shirts from my youth. My old PE kit at one point. Um, Gosh. Well, like you know, like a school, like one of those. Like it was like a baggy polo shirt and your sports. Yeah. <laughs> and your shin knee pads. pads. Yeah. yeah. No. Sorry, shin just pads. like just like an like an old big top that I used to wear for like netball matches and stuff. I don't know hoodies from uni uh, when I stole someone's like Team Durham, the big sports gang's uh, jumper and then never gave it back and I never was a part of that sports group but I wore it anyway oh every day just like and then just basically stuff that is a bit shit and not I wouldn't wear out the house but the thing is I think that's fairly normal you've got like oh, a kind of rubbish pyjamas whatever and then you've got like two pairs of really nice pyjamas that you're like oh this is for a special occasion and then you never actually wear them oh correct never you see where it's coming so I got rid of every bit of um, loungewear that I wouldn't be, and it wasn't Landra, that I wouldn't be, no, that I would be embarrassed sort of like 
popping down to the shops in mm-hmm. and na- and replaced it with real real cheap like um just uh you know yoga pants track pants not actual y- y- basically H&M have got these like 6 pound track pants in an array of different colors and like um t-shirts that are, are like 5 pounds i think and i just went and got like a couple of those i got um my parents bought me a couple of nice sets of pajamas for christmas and rather than make them nice i wear them lovely okay. and um just make and now i don't have like three drawers full of shit clothes i've got one drawer which is full of nice pajamas so whenever i'm like it's time for pajama time which is lovely the whole around. day yep. often often yeah. every night then it's like a, oh yeah I'll, I'll wear these rather than like just that subconscious feeling of which piece of shit should i put on now which yes. is the least holes in and uh yeah what if the tesco delivery man arrives and i look like yes yeah Oh, yes, over the winter period where I uh, had not had on, um, I'd had on the same, I'd been sleeping in, then getting up for the day, then going back to bed in the same. What do you think these are? <laughs> I've got track pants on that I slept in. Qu- quite right. Absolutely. Uh, quite right. You look good though. Um, thank, um, I look, uh, lounge. I look lounge. You look ready to lounge. Yeah. But awesome. I did think to myself on day three, I thought it is hard to have much self-respect. <laughs> in, That's the problem, yeah. Inside this jumper. Yeah. Yes, that is true. And I think if I feel like a bit nice, like I've got like a nice dressing gown now and nice slippers and I'm like, and by nice, again, I don't mean expensive. I just mean like fucking matching. Mm. Um, I was wearing these lovely slippers, that, novelty slippers that my friend got drunk and bought me, which were like dolphins, no, whales with like wa- silver water coming out their blowholes and they looked mental. And then I was like, cool, they can be for fun. But then I want some classy slippers as well. That I'm like, I'm just a classy woman. Yeah, you padding can... around my house, making a peppermint tea. You know, yeah, doing some work in, in my pajamas now doesn't feel like, oh, you disgusting slob. It feels like I'm in my loungewear. I've updated from PJs to loungewear. That's basically what what it is. Fantastic move. Yeah, I support it 100. It's taken me till age 30 to figure out how to do that. Um, well, it's tricky. It's tricky, right? Right. It's okay. Self respect. Right. So let's go, baby. Let's go for it. So I got um, a very nice man called Arthur Thomas got in touch with me recently, and he works for the International Fund for Animal Welfare, um, which is basically a global a fowl. That's how that's how he says it. A global animal charity, conservation charity, which basically works to protect animals in their home, wild animals and pets, um, all around the world. For example, their current one of their current campaigns is tackling puppy farms, which we've heard about. Have we all heard about that? Does anyone else watch Paul O'Grady for the love of dogs? No one? The illegal pet trade, which is basically breeders who basically there's been a big boom in buying ooh, big boom in buying. <laughs> in buying pets, dogs, cats, any sort of pet, online, Gumtree, Facebook, um, through like a sort of website that looks like it was set up in the 90s. And you're like, oh, that's cheap for a cockapoo. I'll just get it. And you don't do any research into what the breed, who the breeder is. Mm-hmm. And puppy farms are absolutely dreadful. Um, often they'll like stud the puppy, a stud a dog um, for years and years and years and years and years. And this poor dog is, never sees sunlight, never like is, is treated horrifically. It's literally just a machine to churn out these little puppies puppies who are runts or whatever just get killed like oh really horrible often quite bad conditions and the ones that aren't sold are often terminated so uh, really dreadful my friend is currently trying to get a dog or thinking about a dog our friend and she went to see a breeder recently and was like yeah um faced with these beautiful little puppies she was able to go i'm not sure about where the sort of like what i'm not 100 sure about this breeder and you don't want to give money to a breeder who's going to then be like 
continue propagating this horrible yes. cycle. But it's not just about dogs, obviously. But there is horrible stories. So I've got tortoise, horrible stories of um, tortoises being Im- imported, just stacked up in boxes. 90% of them die, but they're so expensive because you can sell them for like 350 quid, 400 quid and upwards that it doesn't matter if most of them die because the ones that are left can just be shut. Like you can, um, it, it kind of pays for itself. Mm. Like really, really awful because... And um, like the first thing that we're going to talk about is how to make sure you're ready for a pet. Cause that is, but you also have to keep in mind that if you can't afford to go to a good breeder, the things that you can just check to make sure that you're not basically funding something that is criminal mm-hmm. and not nice. And it's not isn't just just dogs. It's everything. I remember those Andrex adverts. You know they don't make them anymore with the golden retriever. And it was like, oh how lovely. So nice. um, and then somebody I knew once saw the making the adverts and it was like oh shit of course some uh person is on the contract for the andrax puppies and then there's like 20 of them you know that they're just like ship they're in like a crate and when one side is like throw another one in and of course they like whenever they're filming they just need them to be exactly this size and so you know when you're too you want once you're retired from being an andrax puppy of course you'll know Oh, you go on to, I'm sure, be you, re-homed. to be rehomed um, and live a full and wonderful life. But it's more on that farm with your somebody is, some mother is making those puppies. Yeah. So there's always enough. There's a real, whenever humans are involved with anything, quite depressingly, yes. it just becomes not very nice and all about money, doesn't it? Which is horrible. But let's keep it light. Absolutely. Mm. Keep it fresh, keep it light. Keep, keep it fresh, keep it light. I reckon, so we've got some good advice from Ifau, but also... The International Fund for Animal Welfare. The first thing is, I think, is just to decide what sort of pet you could realistically have. So you might have it in your brain that you're like, right, well, I'm going to get a dog. I genuinely believe if you don't have a garden, a nearby park, and a relatively large flat... yes. That's not the only thing, you know, you need money, you need, there's so many other criteria, but that's your basics. Don't get, you can't get a dog, you're not allowed a dog. No. Because it's it's, it's unfair, I think. Obviously, if you, if you have like a yard or you don't have a garden, but you live right next to a park and you can, you know, there is basically space for, for the dog to kind of roam free and feel happy, great. But like, yeah, you have to be really realistic, I think. It's very unlikely that you are probably the sort of person that can go straight in for a dog immediately. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I think... Get um, a plant first. Try a plant. They're very complicated, though. Plants. I think plants... Plants... I've kept a tortoise alive. Can't keep a plant alive. Remember when I went to that dog restaurant? Yes. Uh, I borrowed my boss's dog to go to a dog restaurant one one day. And it was the most stressful day of my life. I picked up the dog. Me, my friend, and the dog. Off we went on the tube. And I really loved the dog. And the dog loved me. And she used to come to the office every day and I'd walk her. And then I was like, and that once once around the block had given me the belief that I was like, totally can take this dog out. Yeah. And then we got on the tube and then I just like st- strode up the escalator with her on the leash and everyone, like everybody started shouting at me because oh of course she didn't God. know that she, I, everyone, I didn't know you had to hold a dog on the escalator. Oh my God, right, yeah. And then we get to the, the, you know, have a nice day out at the dog restaurant where people ate, but also the dog could eat at the table. That was the point of the dog restaurant. I doubt it still exists. Okay. And then... Took it home back and I was like, oh, thank God, dropping off the dog. Then the owners had gone out. Oh and then I was like, okay, I guess the dog is just coming with me. And then I took the dog to like the corner shop and I was just like, what do you need? And the dog like took me to the dog treats and I just bought everything. I was like, I don't know what this dog eats. I don't know yeah. what to do with it. And then in the pub, it was like, I took it to the pub, obviously. Um, got it started, pissed. It got pissed. Like it started a fight. It was barking everywhere. I was like, I don't know what you... Yeah. 
And I felt how, I guess, new parents must feel um, because despite living in the countryside and having horses and chickens and a sheep and uh, a lamb in the bottom of the arga, we didn't ever have dogs. My parents, one grew up on a cattle farm in Alberta and one grew up in deepest North Wales and they had the idea that like dogs should be like working animals. I see. And so we never had dogs. You had dogs. that cute cat, didn't you? Yeah, we, we had a lot of cats. It was so cute and he had dribbles. <laughs> he was incredibly old. He was so old. He, he, looked like, he looked like the puppet Salem. In Sabrina, from, yeah. When like you're like, well, that's not a real cat. That's a stuffed puppet. That's what your. That's cat literally like. the cat was called Solly. Oh my God, so, Solly was so cute. He was b- born in it. A... He used to hold him, and then and then he there'd be like a little tiny bit of dribble, and it's just like a little cat dribble. I he was, was really cute. cute. You had to check him that he was breathing, because <laughs> <laughs> he just would lie beside the argon and like look completely time. dead, and you had to go so close, and it's like he was an old toy that like his purr had got so quiet, you had to be so close to hear his purr. Anyway, that was Solly. Yeah. And we haven't had a proper animal in the house. Well, it's different It's different when it's... Because you're living in your parents' house and you didn't own the horse. Like, you did. No, yeah, yeah, you're right. But I've your never, parents are always able my to... My parents, exactly. So whenever I... It's part of the reason. And also, the first time I remember trying to throw a party... The, I, with the horses? With my horses. <laughs> you know, a horse tea party. Yeah, yeah, me and the horses got round. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the first time at university I tried to throw a party... I remember being like, oh my God, why am I so bad at this? Mm. And my friend was like, because your parents did it. You just got yeah. to be like, I think the theme is this. Yeah, and then and they did the thing. It's so stressful. I had a dog when I was growing up and I, it was my job to walk her. But obviously my parents' job to take her to the vet to check when yeah. like, she got mites off like another dog. And also like the first time that she got her period, my parents, b- before she got spayed, my parents like made little pants for her because obviously they were like, well, I don't know how much she's going to... But like, I didn't have to do any of that. No. And I wouldn't know to you do that. You were just in charge of hugging. I was just in hugging and like, and like being like, yay. And my and parents did all like the, the kind of bathing and like they admit it like brushing the teeth and like all of the stuff or knowing that like when you're a puppy you're not allowed to go on the grass because your paws aren't strong enough yeah it's just all the stuff I'm like all the shots and stuff before you can do that yeah when we got Alison my tortoise we me and my sister were living together my mum came across this like tortoise rescue place and these tortoises had been rescued from very bad conditions but they were in the halfway house just kept in this shed which is very not good for tortoises like they didn't have any uv light they didn't have any warmth like so my mum was just like oh get them out so uh, she gave them to me and gina and the first year i was genuinely the most stressful thing i i can't tell and they're actually very simple once you know the stuff so now she's absolutely fine like uh, she's never any stress apart from once when she had a kitchen sponge that was stressful but then, but then the, how the, did she get it and did she eat she climbed thing? up on some they like climbing and she climbed up on these shelves and there was a sponge that i just wiped like cleaned the fucking sink with and then she ate it and then i was like well, the she's, whole thing no like <laughs> like you know how you know how some people eat like mars bars and snickers where they eat all the chocolate off the sides and then they Who? eat like, well like you know p- people will like eat chocolate bars in like a fun way like eat crunchies or they like bite all the stuff off and then they eat, eat the middle bit no Okay, well, lots of people no listening do do that. She leaned all the way around as if she was just going to keep doing that to like save the fun part in the middle. I don't know oh, what she was saving. Like a dark green top, yellow. Yeah, water. yeah, yeah. She'd mainly gone for the yellow stuff. Either way, I thought she was dead. She was just going to die. Certainly. So we like rushed her to the vet and the vet was like, ah, she'll shit it out. It's like, Jesus Christ, okay. Yeah. So they're, they're very hardy things and they are also just very simple they don't she doesn't follow me around being like please hug me or like she doesn't get sad when she's left alone she actually 
gets sad if I try and hug her. So yeah. she needs to be left alone. Despite all that, I just didn't feel like I was ready to look after her. But it actually has been a really great learning curve and it has really helped. And we were ready and we did have all the you stuff. Became, you became ready. Became ready, you yeah. You just like every day was and continues to be like, oh, Alison's pregnant. She's... <laughs> And oh, now Alison's she's reabsorbed. Her oh, egg. she's reabsorbed her own eggs. Yeah. Oh, she's pregnant. There's no male in the house. Oh, she's just decided it. Yeah. Uh oh. That's the thing that can happen. Yeah. You just. Bone- oh, oh no, now we have to hibernate her. Hibernating was one of the most stressful things too, because it was like, oh god, well, we haven't done that before. So there's there's so many. things. It's a bit like an arranged marriage, and sometimes an arranged marriage works. Absolutely. Till people live till the end, the end, and they're That's so happy together. P- pervasive cultural practice, because I think. It can be very positive. It can be very positive. You just l- learn as you go. It's and so annoying. Some people can decide. get married for love and get divorced so many times. I think maybe yeah. having the choice taken away from you. Bit of a relief. Like, you're like, well, I guess it's you and me. Yeah. Let's let's <laughs> make the best of make it. Make it work. Yeah. And I think you, yeah. So even if you are if you were if you are excited for an animal and now you're panicking because of us, remember that you can. Maybe you'll you know you'll make a go of it, but Absolutely. just go into it with your eyes open, ready for like, oh shit. I thought there'd be more hugging involved. Yes. And there appears to be a lot more shit. Yes, yes. And I, yeah, I thought you'd like me stroking you, but you don't. If it's a sauce, for, for example, if it's a sauce, it doesn't give a lot of love back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. First thing that... And the International Fund for Animal Welfare say, which I think is a good point. And what we're saying is you have to be prepared. So don't just go, I'm going to get a tortoise and then be like, or I'm going to get a chameleon or I'm going to get a fish, even a fish, because different different fish require different temperatures of water and different changings of different food and different like and also different amounts of space. For example, when we got a weather roach, I think it was called when I was little and uh, I picked it at the a pet shop, uh, not a pet shop, it was a garden centre. I think it was OK. I think it was fully legit. Anyway, um, it turns sure, out sure, what sure. we didn't know was the weather roach was part amphibian, so it would shoot up into the surface of the water to get air every like five minutes and it shot up out of the tank and then my sister stepped on it so and then we everyone cried for about seven weeks and it was like so I think think we kept it alive for a day I'm saying like those sorts of things even fish can be really tricky I do not recommend getting a fish fish are quite fun 
Actually, no. What? Fish are fine. <laughs> I don't think get a fish. Okay. I also Why? don't think... They're, they're quite deep. Like, I think they're, they're a good starting pet. If you're like, will I be able to look after a pet? I feel quite strongly about animals that don't know what you are. And uh, okay. to me... That's most animals. No, I think That's dogs. rabbits. Rabbits Yeah, I don't are. think rabbits. Okay. This is... You're coming real, down real hard on a opinion here. Real, she's come out of the blocks okay. real hard. Yeah. So if you it, think you should only get a dog? Basically, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't think horses know that you're a human either. And then when you ride on them, they're like, I genuinely think whenever you, you, a human gets on a horse, it's like, here we go. The horse is like, right, well, I guess I have to do this then. Yeah, but I do also, yes, I, I hear you. And I guess now that I've decided to die on this hill, I've got to really commit. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Such a strong opinion. I, I take it back. I think horses, because you can, when a horse doesn't like being ridden or doesn't like. Yeah. You know. It you know, well. like yeah. it doesn't want to do the things. Like the ones that do the, like the flat racing, whatever. They're having a nice, like they truly they're wouldn't do it. They're very well looked after. They're being so well looked, better looked after than most humans. And also they wouldn't do it if they didn't like it. But I do yeah. think a fish does not. A fish has no idea what it's doing. Doesn't know. But that's, there's something quite. It's not cruel to have a big tank and a, and a little goldfish in it because the goldfish is just like, oh, fine, every every second of every day. I don't think that's true. I, I think, think we tell ourselves that so we feel better about keeping a goldfish in a... I thought they had like a seven second memory. No, we just say that so that we don't feel bad about keeping the fish in the tank. Oh my God. Right, this is rapidly turning into... Oh God, so this, is basically, this is how the alt-right get in So control. our advice is, I guess, don't ever get an animal. It's hard to say. No, I think... I think if you do some, look, I haven't done any research on fish, neither have you, because neither of us, I said neither or neither, then different pronunciations in the same sentence. Wow. Because neither of us have ever wanted to get one. So, but when I was growing up, we had fish, the three goldfish that we had were very well looked after and they lived to be like eight and nine and 10 years old. So they were like quite happy because when a fish isn't happy, it just dies like <laughs> immediately. It's just like, eh. yeah. do some research on fish, do some research on fish memory. It makes you feel better have a look at the best sort of thing that you can offer because I think the most stressful thing when I got Alison and um, Gina got Gary was that I just spent the whole time being like is this enough like do they Mm. does she want and obviously it's never enough like unless you live on an old farmhouse and you have acres of land it's never enough for an animal but an animal can be happy in in less than that so that's the first thing like which pet is going to suit your needs that you that you can offer like in terms of your flat size your house size also what you want do you want something that will show you affection don't get a fish or a tortoise or really sort of a reptile which is fine if you don't want that but if you want like i do undeniable love all yeah. the time and affection and admiration if yeah, I'm honest I, I think that's such an important thing is like checking in to be like what do I need and why yes because you are also an animal and if it's just like just some company something to come home to to say hello and that like a hamster rat fine just anything that's in the house to say hello to lovely or it's like a starting pet where you're like right well if I can look after a hamster then I can in the future be more confident looking after a bigger pet but mm-hmm. rabbits are very very affectionate I was going to say if you were thinking like I want an affectionate thing but not a dog rabbits are very affectionate they, they kind of cuddle you and sit on your lap and whatever I think a rabbit like all, like rats oh god I also hate like rats. ferrets for example ferrets like Tash seems to our friend our friend Tash them. who was like oh a ferret but then when she got the ferrets was like they're the best animals in the they whole world they probably chuckle when they're happy yeah apparently they're amazing um, but they also have real issues where they are full escape artists so they had to ferret proof their house because they kept finding the ferret in the walls and then once you 
do ferret proof your house, for example, then you're like, fine, I'm laughing. Yeah, the ferret can get in the, they get like behind the bookshelves and constantly like losing these like ferrets. May I just say, the myth that fish have short memories has been debunked by research which shows they respond to training after months in the wild. While it was previously believed that fish's memory span was only three seconds, they now believe they can remember up to five months. Well, okay. Oh, I've nothing to say to that. If you have a really, if you have a really nice tank with loads of fun caves for them to That's go in. That's five months worth of fun in there. That's five months worth of, yeah, you can have five months. I'd, I'd be happy I've with that. I've had five months worth of fun. I've had more than five months worth of fun in a tank. The other thing, one of the other points is, can you afford it? Because yes, they are also more expensive than you think because you it's not just the money that you're spending to buy them. It's the vet bills, it's the food. So Alison has a this like UVB light, um, UVA and UVB light, very special, specialized light. And we were like, man, it's like 25 to 35 quid. Okay, and then you buy it and then you realize you have to update it every few months. You're like, that's quite a lot of money. And then with the food, it's like, she only eats weeds. You're like, great, but I live in London. There are no weeds. I have to like buy weeds from this woman in Surrey that's like 25 quid for six weeks worth of regular weeds. Yes, she draws a little tortoise on the packet as a little tortoise stamp. What kind of weeds are we talking here? Oh, things that are called things like shepherd's nose and like, you know the vicar's butt cheek like all those sorts of <laughs> I'm going to move into weed management you should uh, you could do that definitely grow some weeds yeah grow some weeds well, okay and then she sends them in a little bag with a little note of what the weeds are and then in a little box every week and you buy like a it's basically I've got I've got like a weed subscription <laughs> that's fantastic yeah it's, that's the most like ultimate modern millennial to be like have you got a weed guy yeah. yeah, yeah. She's called. From a she's called Sheila, and she draws a little picture of a tortoise on the on yeah. the vicar's butt cheek that <laughs> I'm getting in. Yeah, it comes in a vicar's butt cheek. It's um, but you know, like those things are. Alison last year, the vet bills were astronomical because she mm. had to get an ultrasound. She had to get like all this stuff because I was just like, well, she's got eggs and. It was every time I went there, it was like three hundred quid. So I ended up being like fucking broke last My year because my friend's dog just ate a piece of Lego, oh. two grand. Oh God, that's so expensive for a piece of Lego. That's so much. Shit. And it's just like off we go to the vet, I guess. This is good stuff though, because you've got to know if you can afford those things. And if you're listening, being like, yeah, not uh, something our friend savings. has been doing, who has basically had a dog on her vision board for many years, oh, yes. has been making a saving account called the dog, and has been putting the money in there for not only to buy the dog but to um, feed the dog get the vet bills here yeah. is the when the dog eats this is the safety deposit box called when the dog eats the Lego Yeah. so that the money is there ready and also going to like puppy school we didn't know that like um, yeah. hello Claudia um, her dog Heidi a beautiful uh, miniature poodle. toy poodle um, has her own Instagram account Hoi Heidi the poodle <laughs> Heidi the poodle isn't it poodle named Heidi could be Okay. <laughs> you have to sign up for puppy training yeah. And to get into the good schools, you got to put them to, like Eton, you got to put them down yeah. way in advance. Yeah, like, it's all this stuff that you're like, oh, whoa, here's a whole new world. I had no. And also, one of the tips that the IFAW say is like, always look at rescue centers before you look at breeders because that's yeah. obviously very helpful. But the other flip side to that is when you get a rescue animal, they may need more care. Yeah. But mainly the dog eat the Lego fund. So, eat whatever pet you have, I wish I'd done that with Alison, but I didn't know I was going to get her. Like, having a little just put a bit of money aside every month but you can now move it into Alison's Alison's college fund Alison's college fund when she graduates yeah of course you can absolutely. now have it ready for you know move a little account her 21st birthday like all that yeah sort of all stuff. the good yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. you know start doing it now <laughs> okay yeah then the do you have enough time question crucial. which very crucial especially with uh, dogs 
walking, training, dogs are a bit like being left alone. People are like, yeah, well, I'll leave my dog alone when I go to my job. And you're like, right, that is actually not good for most dogs. Well, a, f- a fascinating thing that didn't occur to me uh, is that with a dog, you can decide whether you want it to be the loving, jumping, oh, she's home, she's home, she's home. Yes. Um, but the flip side, and obviously with that comes the extreme high of your dog is in love with you. And it's greeting you. And it's greeting you. With that comes the extreme yeah. low of can't be left alone for a long time. Because it gets sad. You know, because it misses you. That's what our dog Eats your like. shoe. <laughs> or you can make like a working dog that knows that like it lives here. These are the times that it's left alone. It just sits quietly. Like it's but there's no love. There. But there's no true love. <laughs> there's no true love. It respects it's you. It's just so. But it's it's so, it's never going to eat the shoe. But it's also never going to jump on you because it's yeah. so excited to love you. And there is yeah. We and had, I didn't realize that. No, I thought we you could have both. I thought we could have both too. We had a a dog when I was growing up, and um, Charlie, rest in peace. And we used to set up a little thing where when we were out she could watch the cars on the main road because uh, through the window because she that, she genuinely loved doing that and then we realized that maybe she was just looking out for us to come back and then I it just I, I couldn't think about it because obviously we'd be out of school my dad my mum and dad didn't uh, were like self-employed so they would be in more than normal but there would obviously would be occasions where we'd be out all day and then just the joy of seeing her would be com- constantly compounded with like the oh my god you've been left alone for six hours and like oh. with no concept that you're ever, yeah, ever coming back so you have to think about oh, it oh it's a lot isn't it like everyone? so if you're somebody who has a, a nine-to-five job that is something you have to think about like or is the is the office dog friendly that's true can the dog come with you can the dog come also yeah, so tip number three can your dog get a job can as... your dog get a job but also any sort of animal you have to make sure that um it's going to fit in with the time that you can give it like uh, you know, for example, we use the example of rabbits. My sister had a rabbit at university and she ended up being the only, and all her friends were like, yeah, it'd be so cute to have like a rabbit. And then she ended up being the person that looked after this rabbit all the time. She was the one that like made, you know, spent the most amount of time. She, she was the one that like cleaned it out all the time because cleaning out, even cleaning out fish is a pain in the ass. You have to do that every week. And when a fish isn't cleaned out, it's the saddest thing in the world and it's animal cruelty. So clean your fish out. Also, you might have to, if you get the tip here as well as if you get, an animal you might have to be aware that in those first few months you might have to take more time off work to be with it and to make sure it, no matter what sort of animal it is because you will be both adjusting to your new kind of situation which I think is important my friend Laura got some rescue kittens up Aww. through the night with them feeding them with droppers every 45 minutes oh my god like fully was mu- a teat was <laughs> Your friend became a teat. She was a teat. She was a living teat. You know, like couldn't they couldn't be left alone. Like she That's was actually a full, point three here. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Become yeah. a living teat. Become a living. You know, she was a full time mother to mm. these kittens. God, I could not want an animal less. Oh this. no! But also, they're, they're great. But like the benefit of getting it, the you know, the it, it, it makes you. It gives you a routine. It gives you a schedule. It also gives yeah. you something to look after. I find, even though Alison was quite stressful when we first got her, I'm so glad we got her because I feel now like it's just so nice when I'm working and she's just like plodding around next to me. And now but I she's know she's a part of your life. She's a part of, of my life, and I care about her. And I also feel like there's something other than myself to care about because I'm very selfish and like. But I have to soak my tortoise every day. You know, didn't know you had to do that. Have to do that for 20 minutes. So it doesn't matter whether I want to watch TV. I've got to soak my tortoise. My tortoise is dry, Mm, you know? Absolutely. Um, And that is a, it's a positive. It makes you, I think it makes you a better person if you're able to look after something else other than yourself. You're so right. I agree. 
that I'm right. With yourself? Yeah. Fantastic. I agree with my own point and I'd like that to be known. Yes. Now, uh, some do's and don'ts. Do try to find a registered animal charity first because it can be a great way to find a pet and save an animal in need. We have covered that. Yes, very important, I think. Don't meet the seller halfway or at a public location because this could be because they don't want you to know where they live or where the animal has been bred. Crucial. Go to the Especially home. Especially if it's a puppy. You want to meet the parents yes, and they want to look like the nice and the parents. parents as well. you, need, you, you need to see the puppy with its mum too. And everyone look chilled, calm. Yeah, absolutely. Like when, when we got Charlie, it was a breeders and they were they were like kennel club breeders and the mum was with all the little puppies in the place and she was so like sweet with them and we watched them for ages like kind of playing and you're like see this is nice this this is this is a good situation mm. um they probably had an industrial warehouse don't the back. say that yeah the dog wasn't the, the mother was an animatronic mother yeah um, she's the show mother they just bring her in coming. she was plugged into a wall but mm. i didn't say anything uh, so do ensure that all the relevant paperwork is available for what for when you visit if you're buying um like an exotic pet like a reptile or a parrot I haven't mentioned parrots. I don't understand. Like, having a bird, I think, is really fun. But then I don't. I get quite upset that they're in cages. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's just my thoughts. If you think if you, if you want a bird, though, get a bird. If you get, if, I think if you've got like a high ceilinged big old mansion, get a bird. I think if you aren't an eccentric scientist in a mansion, don't get a bird. You can't have a bird. Okay, fine. This is my rules. Okay, good rules. It needs a lot of places to explore. And then it sits with you when you're having good ideas. Yes. If the place that you're buying the animal from doesn't offer like registration documents or any sense of where that, for example, tortoise has come from, then that is dodgy. That means Mm -hmm. the difficulty there is that you want to rescue it. You want to be like, I'll take it away from the horrible man who's, you know, smuggled it in. Yeah. So you have to weigh that up. But you are just funding it if you do it. Is there places to report people like that? Yes. We'll get to that in one second. Okay. Because then maybe you could rescue the individual plus report the organization. Yes. Oh, this is awful. Don't buy fish from a seller who offers to send you live fish through the mail. Hell's bells. I, I absolutely don't do that. Jesus. I once bought a fish from a fair because I felt so sad that they were in those little sandwich bags. And then the fish got white spot and killed all my parents' fish. Hmm. Within like three days, all the fish were dead. So I learned my lesson there. Don't agree to pay upfront online. Because there's loads of like fraudulent online pet adverts. Yeah. But the thing as well is, is a thing of like, unless it's your friend who you know and has, you know, that th- their dog has just given birth to loads of dogs and they're like, oh my God, please take a puppy. Don't get it off Facebook, some person you don't know, like being like, no. Because it just could be anybody, it could be anything. It's bad. I think the closer you got can be, you know, either it's a friend or a friend of a friend or, you know, the, the chain of, com- the chain of, of who this person is is really solid. I think the dodgier, listen to your instincts, like the dodgier it looks, the dodgier it probably is. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so if you come into contact with any of these bad breeding people that we're talking about, bad old breeders, there's a website called carryadcampaign.co.uk. It's got like a really great page that has all of the different places that you can report depending on what you found out. So if there's like an immediate welfare threat, your puppy becomes sick or your animal becomes sick immediately after purchase or like it was bred badly or there's some kind of, then you call the RSPCA. They've got a cruelty hotline. Um, your local council, if you have a concern about the breeder in general and then they can deal with the licensing of the breeders and if the, if the breeder doesn't have a, um, proper licensing, then they can shut them down. Also, um, the Citizens Advice Bureau is because sales of puppies is covered under 
consumer law. So you can go to them and get some advice on what where your next step is. And you basically want to make sure that your puppy breeder is a member of the kennel club. Because that's if they're KC registered. If a breeder looks dodgy and says that they're a member, they're like kennel club registered, that I, I said it before, but I'm going to go back on it. That doesn't mean that the seller or the breeder is trustworthy because the kennel club registration is just a registry of that there are puppies bred rather than like they're being bred well. So okay. don't, if someone's like, well, it's kennel club. And you're like, well, that's a good, that's a good, they're good guys. Oh, but it's not. It's absolutely not. Oh God. So unlicensed breeders, the local council, cruelty of animals, RSPCA. And um, there's also loads of really specific numbers and hotlines on carryedcampaign.co.uk that you can that you can go and, and look at. But like, yeah, that, that's where you don't just like call an ambulance or something. But do, do it do it properly. Yes, call Repo- a priest. Report them to the you know because yeah. the, the it is illegal. But to end on a happy note, absolutely, it's the best thing in the world having an animal. Yes, and there's so many like benefits, fitness benefits. If you like have a dog, you like walking it. The benefit of responsibility, also mental health. Like having yes. an animal to look after, really, you know, having a pet to stroke, having some sort of affection back, or just looking after something does make you feel like you're a proper adult because you're looking after a thing without having to have a baby, which is probably quite a bit much. Yes, definitely. Um, there was a study about them uh, bringing animals into an old people's retirement home and the in- like overnight impact of yeah. not only the animals being there, um, but that everybody had to get up in the morning because they had to look after something. Oh, it's so, so nice. Rather than so feeling... You can make your dog... You can, you, can, you can make your dog your own therapy dog as well. Mm-hmm. There's all these courses where you can go on. So if you're somebody who has um, like a mental health problem... The, and say you, let's say like you get panic attacks or you self harm or you you um you can train your puppy or to when it grows up to be a, a real dog to sit on you or lick you or show you affection when it can sense the, those certain emotions happening things like that that are like, amazing this is dogs are amazing I don't think you I've can done do a full one eighty and now I want one of course um I mean in your Oxfordshire place you could definitely get one but whether Tom would hit it with a spade like he does with the chickens. I don't know. When the when the cockerels make too much noise in the garden, Dad hits them with a spade. Look, look, don't report don't us. Don't do that. I want chickens when I'm older. I'm, I'm really into it. So I'd, I'd like to thank International Fund for Animal Welfare for all the tips. And also, if, if you're listening and you're like, well, I'm terrified now of getting an animal, you can start small. Start small and then, you know, graduate to, to a dog when you're older. Yeah, I think be scared. Oh, yeah. And when your overwhelming desire to have an animal outweighs the fear, then you know you're ready. I think that that is very true. It's always good to be a little bit nervous of something that's very important because it shows that you're taking it seriously. I, exactly, because I think if you go in with it, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, dog, I just, like, carry it around. Like, no. I'll put it in the basket. Who, you know, you'll have fine. a nice time. Yeah, I'll get a bird. It'll just be free flying around the house. No. 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 Turns out that, no. Very stressful to have uh, Thank you so much to Arthur. Yes, For writing you. in and for his... It's amazing work. If you have an animal, please tweet us a picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At Nobody Panic Pod or at Stephen. The S is a five. At Tessico. I'm experimenting. Um, and you can email us at Nobody Panic Podcast at Gmail. You always just do that look, every week. Look, I'm coming off the back of the Twitter, and I'm just I'm feeling loose with it. Oh yeah. Email us at that's why. Yes. Email On. us at this email address. 
at <laughs> nobody, nobody panic podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And uh, come and follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Like and, like and subscribe. Tell you some friends. Let's spread the podcast love. And um, good luck if you're looking to get a pet. We believe in you, we but also you. be very safe. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and... Uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands.